0: All right, what's up, everyone? This is 7 Octobers. Uh, Welcome to Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue. Uh, This is season five, episode nine already. Um, Yeah, we have a a lot of dope guests that we've had lined up these past uh, couple weeks. And the next guest is no different. Uh, Before I bring him on the screen, I'll give a a brief intro of who he is. So he's an MC rapper uh, from Boston. He has Peruvian and Cuban roots which we'll we'll talk a little bit about that when he gets on the screen. Um and his I guess I would consider his style is like a little bit like 90s hip hop style. He calls it mosaic rap, which I'll go over that with him as well, but he goes by Bug C H, and let me bring him on the screen here. How's it going? All right.
1: How's okay. it going? Thank you for having me.
0: Ain't no problem. Thank Appreciate you for for being on today and uh, for, you know, allowing us to get to know you a little bit. Um so I'm going to give that little intro about you, but um so how did you get into like, you know, like rapping and when did you decide to like take it seriously?
1: Um, So I've been pretty much rapping since I was like, I would say probably, you know, seven, eight years old. I used to write, you know, write um, write rhymes and stuff. And then when I was about 16 years old, I signed to an underground label, which was called Mathline Records. And um that was just basically like my start of creating music, you know independently um but i would say i definitely started taking it much more seriously around probably like 2015
0: 2016 okay and uh, that's when i
1: really took it more seriously
0: okay well, what what was it that that made you want to take it seriously Cause sometimes some like somebody tells you something or what made you want to like actually pursue it because you know some people do it as a hobby um mm-hmm. but you were obviously doing it to kind of like make a living out of your art so how, what what made Absolutely. you shift that like that mindset
1: um well i would say you know i I just reassurance from you know some of my fans throughout the years would let me know you know what i should be doing more and you know to continue doing this and i kind of i would say even in i would say from 2016 to probably 2019 Mm -hmm. i was still kind of like taking it seriously but not so sure because excuse me i wasn't making a lot of money um yeah. but when i started making more money off of features and um you know when i sold out my vinyls was featured on other vinyls you know started doing more shows then i started realizing like it definitely you know and then merch and stuff like that I-, I was realizing there's definitely uh a market in this to you know to prosper if you do it right
0: yeah, exactly. And do you do you do anything else? Like, do you have a nine to five, or is is it strictly music? Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I still work. I still work a nine to five. You know, support my son. Yeah, I live with my son and um, you know my queen. And you know, we we, yeah. we all work. My son goes to school, do our thing. But you know, I still focus when I'm home. I, you know, I'm focusing on being a father and you know doing my music.
0: Yeah, that's dope. How do you do that? Like for you, like for those listening in who might you know uh want to do, make a career out of rap, but they also have like a nine to five. Like for you, where do you find that balance? Because it's easy to like be lazy after work, and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this, you know. But like if you really love it and you really want to make it a career, mm-hmm. you got to put in the work. Like, what advice would you give to someone like that that's trying to do that?
1: Um, basically, it's just prioritize. Um, we all have times during the day, you know, whether it's going to the bathroom whether it's yeah. on your lunch break, whether it's getting out, you know, you have all these times during the day that you gotta, you know, still make the effort to whatever it is, whether it's, you know, reaching out to a PR, whether it's uh, promoting it yourself. Um, there's many, I would say there's at least a good three to four hours out of the busiest schedule you could imagine to still focus on, you know, promoting and, and yeah. um Getting your stuff out there, so that's what I do as well. I just find the little times during the day that, you know, even with I'm with, I'll be with my son, and mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll tell him, hey, give me like 10, 15 minutes, give me twenty minutes, do yeah. that, and then I'm back to being, you know, doing. It's just, it's prior mm-hmm. basically just pri- prioritizing your time um, efficiently is probably the be- best way to really uh, continue to do it and still work and do what you to do.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like uh, that's great advice because yeah, I did the same thing. Like when I was working right now, luckily I work from home, so I have like more time to invest on mm-hmm. what I want to do. But before I was at the office, and like you said, even just my fifteen minute breaks, I would use it to like post stuff uh, in between. Yeah. Yep. Like and even like uh, for example, like shout out to R. J. Payne, who's one of my favorite MCs. He even I think when he mm-hmm. was working at Target, he, that's how he blew up because I think during his lunch breaks or something, he would do like freestyles in his car. So I'm like, you find yeah, a way, yeah. right,
1: to do it. Absolutely, absolutely. Every, there, there's there's so many times during the day that you you just gotta like make it work, and you have to find that time. And so many people, they they basically, you know, w- they look at a failure as like basically the end all be all. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know what you gotta realize is f- uh, failures are part of succession
0: that's true you know you have you have
1: to fail uh, in order to ultimately succeed so it's like if you find something not working you have to find a way to make it work you know
0: yeah exactly so that's basically how
1: I do it and you know I, I find what works what doesn't work and I kind of still find ways of seeing if it doesn't work in different ways and then continue trying different methods different ways
0: yeah. No, oh, that's smart. Um, and what made you, know, you fall in love with like with hip hop in general? Anyways, like, how did you obviously started rapping in a young age? But where did the love for hip hop come from?
1: That really came from um, you know, old school music like um, Cool in the Gang, you know, uh, Marvin Gaye, Jackson Five. That was really like my early early introduction. But okay, um, I would say uh, as early as like Candyman. Oh, yeah. Uh Doctor Dre, you know, um, Snoop Dogg, Wu Tang, that was like I would say like Candyman was probably like one of the 1st Candyman man Candyman probably Bell DeVoe was like the first.
0: That's dope. Um
1: Yeah, for me it was crazy um a lot of people don't know, but I grew up in South End and okay. um Ronnie DeVoe, who was in um New Edition, mm-hmm. Bellville DeVoe, he's he's from my neighborhood.
0: Oh, wow. That's cool. That's one of my so, favorite yeah, that, groups of all time, New Edition. <laughs>
1: yeah, he grew up right down the street from me, um, oh, Cathedral wow. Project. So that was, like, right down the street. So just that alone was, like, I think a big motivation for me because he's the only person, I think, from my neighborhood that, like, really blew up like that, mm-hmm. you know? So it's yeah. good to see something like that.
0: Yeah, that's cool. And how did you get into hip-hop, though? Like, was it, like, you just were, like, listening to it on the street or was it, like, a sibling or how did how did that come about? Or your parents? Uh nah, not not
1: really. My my parents got into it later. <laughs> my my parents were young. They got into it later. Okay. But um it was really my brother. My my older brother, okay. six though. He, he's the one who really kinda uh gave me tapes and kind of schooled me to who's who and yeah, what what everything was, like Nas and um I remember listening to Ready to Die the tape. getting to the end of the tape and i'm like wow this dude's going to hell man! (laughs)
0: like
1: (laughs) this is bad i shouldn't be listening to this but but no that 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 definitely was i think some of the first inspiration to get me to probably want to maybe try it or figure out what this is you know
0: yeah that's pretty cool and uh what what is your family does your family like support what you do like as far as the music thing or how is that
1: um that's a good question um so my mother's an artist, you know, she paints and stuff like that, but cool. it's kind of different because my mother doesn't, she's a, I don't know how you, like, I guess you could say kind of like an introvert, like she doesn't, mm-hmm. she doesn't, Um, she doesn't really like sell her art or show people her art. So it's mm-hmm. whenever I sh- talk to her about like business or things I'm doing and selling stuff, I don't think she really like. It's not that she doesn't support. I just don't think she really like
0: Like understands it maybe or she
1: doesn't really understand yeah. it. My father my, my father understands it a little more, I think, than my mother.
0: Yeah. What about your, yeah. your uh your wife or your significant other? Like are they like supportive of what you do?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Even my son. My son was um you know, he he was on my album um the one before last sanctuary. He he I put him on a hook and okay, he got a cool. verse. Yeah, he raps too. He's only uh three now, but
0: Oh wow. <laughs> that's pretty yeah,
1: dope yeah uh, consugo watch out yeah.
0: for him yep <laughs> um and then obviously you um on your instagram it says you're the inventor of like mosaic rap so for those who might not know like what what is that like for me I, like this is what my theory is and you'll correct me if i'm wrong but mm-hmm. i think it's like kind of like your your raps and like when i listen to it i like the vibes because it's kind of like jazzy type of vibe um 90s mm-hmm. and then also like it looks like you're painting a kind of like a picture uh or an art piece masterpiece mm-hmm. i guess you can call it with your music like am i kind of close or what, what would you call it what would you yeah stick- absolutely i mean yeah
1: that, that's probably the uh the closest assumption like i it's it's really based on um kind of like what you said it's um it's art but it's it's more based on like the rawness of it and the first first emotion um mm-hmm. uh, the mistakes the um, the mess ups that's really what it represents a lot too that um okay, people might not understand, but um that 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 has a lot of uh, not to say like you don't care about it um it's more so just creating that that first like impression of thought or. What you're saying or what you're trying to express—it's—it's it's really just like the rawness. Yeah, that's kind of the best, um, best analogy. Like I could like the rawness. I think.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, and what what inspires your music? Obviously, I can tell like you're a horror fan, which we'll get into that in a little bit. But mm-hmm. what other stuff? Because obviously, you talk about life and other things that you've you know gone through. So what what's what what inspires you now, or how do you base your music off of?
1: Um. I would say, oddly enough, I would say myself, like, I, I've I've been kind of inspiring myself um, more so than any other artist, um, and just life, life in general is inspiring, yeah. whether it's death, whether it's life, whether it's like going to the store and getting something to eat, whether it's picking out my clothes that I'm going to wear, whatever it is, like, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's something around me. Yeah. Um, or something inside of me it really just depends on, like, I guess, the actual moment, you know?
0: Yeah. No, I can relate because I think we we're talking about that with somebody else, like, a while ago. Um, and just how, like, as a creative, once you tap into that, like, creative mindset, I guess, like, like you said, whatever you see, like, your environment, like, you just get inspiration from, like you said, even right. if you see, like, a flower or something or somebody right. says something to you or you watch a movie, like, you, you start, like, seeing the little things. and Right that creates like art. So that's, that's really dope. Um, and then do you prefer, cause you have obviously like a lot of projects out and stuff like that, but do you prefer like now in the era of like singles, right? Um, do you prefer to make singles? Do you prefer albums? Like what's your way of creating?
1: (laughs) I don't do singles. I I don't,
0: the only time you'll
1: hear a single is if I'm featured on another project. Okay. If I'm working on a feature for somebody else and, I work business up, but I've never released a single ever. I do albums. I'm very, very old school like that.
0: Yeah, and how do you? I should do singles. (laughs) I I like that though that you do albums because I think we come from that era where like albums were like important you know like and it was just like a cohesive right. body of work versus now it's just right. like people are dropping singles to like get listens and which i get it like people are trying to make money too but um it shows that you care about the the craft right and the art of it
1: right um
0: so right. how do you how do you do when you come up with like an album like where do you start like do you have like some topic or theme that you want to do and then you go from there or how does um, it evolve
1: it it, it depends. Um, It really depends, I would say, on the album that I'm doing. Sometimes I do that. I'll I'll come up with a theme first, and then I'll base everything around it. Sometimes I don't do that. I mean, sometimes I'll just start writing songs, and then I'll be halfway through, and then I'll kind of conform something. Or um, it just depends. You know, it really depends on project to project. Um, Yeah. But it's like if I'm doing, like I'm I'm working on the track, I just finished my Travis County 3, Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like, I already know what to do and what to kind of, um, like, what to look forward to, writing or creating. You know, it just it really depends on the specific project that I'm doing.
0: Okay, and like right now you have a your project out, right? Uh, Night Terrors with Wolfman Jekyll. Um, how mm-hmm. did that that come about? Like that project.
1: Um. So I've known Wolf for probably a couple years now. Maybe like three years or something um we worked together a couple times um i've known him through lord willin who i've worked with um a while back since like sabato Mm -hmm. um which he does hardcore stuff too and um as you know wolf does hardcore so i do hardcore so it kind of made sense for us to you know have the project
0: yeah that was pretty cool though because i didn't even know who he was until like i saw you guys collabed on a. On a project, and I was like, "Oh, this is." Uh, I had to like find out who he was because I didn't know who he was. So it's shout out to him, but um, yeah, he's it's, a it's genius. A, yeah, it's a cool project. Uh, I haven't Thank listened you. to it all, but I, I'm still going through it because I kind of like listening to it like uh, like back to back, just so you can kind of get like what the whole story is about. Um, right. But I really like, like even the cover art is really cool. Like, it was it like a take on Nightmare uh, on Elm Street because it kind of looks like that, like the.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't do the cover. Um, he kind of okay. arranged that, but yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of was like the the kind of the um the the theory. I mean, it was all like nightmares. Like these yeah. were all actual nightmares that I had to kind of relive. Um, so it's kind of like it was kind of cool because it was like a way for my subconscious to rap. Yeah. Without me rapping, you know, it was like my subconscious kind of started rapping for me.
0: Yeah, that's cool. And how? What do you do when uh, when you do like a collaboration like that with a, with another artist or, or producer? Like, um, do you guys kind of run ideas, or do they present you like, okay, this is what I wanted to be about, and then you kind of put your input, or how does that work?
1: Um, yeah, we kind of run through some ideas of what what we think it should what it should be, um, what 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 kind of like. what 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 do we want to express and then um we kind of just you know just form it instantly and then kind of just go through beat selection uh the beat selection is usually the last step okay um it's kind of solidifying what exactly we're gonna do first and then i think everything else um falls into play like after that
0: yeah okay and you just brought up to your upcoming project, Travis County 3, right? Um And yep, I believe you mentioned it to me uh, that this was going to feature, I don't know if we can say, obviously, this is not going to drop anytime soon, but um, where, and featuring Edwin Neal, right, from Texas Chainsaw, the actor who plays absolutely. a hitchhiker. How did that come absolutely. about? Like, I'm really really interested in, to, in hearing that.
1: Oh, <laughs> man. So um, I've been trying... Um, i was trying to get somebody from this from the series for a while Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: and i just i just kept getting nose 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 or not interested can't do it uh (laughs) no response whatever yeah um, i i I think to be honest with you um i came into contact with his daughter Mm, okay i think it was through i think it was through. I want to say it was through IG. Okay. And because, you know, like when you follow people, you like follow or like you go through the followers and you try to like, you know, you market through their followers or whatever. Yeah. And I think I came, I think I somehow came in contact with his daughter. Okay. And I was like talking to his daughter
0: mm-hmm.
1: and his daughter kind of like basically gave me the run to his agent. Okay. And then I got a hold of his agent, talked to his agent, um, and he was really cool. Kind of told him my idea,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and talked like talked to him, and yeah, worked out. He was able to do it, and he basically narrated the whole project, which was like amazing really to dope. me cause, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he's one of the reasons why we like at recipes. Cage, he was my, uh, you know, the um, one of my brothers I used to rap with, but we were like. Mm-hmm. That movie kind of inspired us to even do the hardcore.
0: So to have
1: him, to have him on it, like for me, it's such a privilege because like hardcore needed to, to have this, this, this hasn't happened to hardcore yet. So Mm -hmm. I'm just happy to like be a part of the history and like bridge that gap between the movie and, and hip hop, you know?
0: yeah that's really dope like it's like a full circle moment type of thing so it's uh congrats on getting that collaboration going with him thank you yeah it's yeah. a beautiful
1: thing he's such a cool guy too man i can't i can't stress that enough he's like one of the coolest dudes like so down to earth and humble like such a good dude and i got him to rap he's actually rapping album.
0: <laughs> that's pretty cool that's i think i feel yeah. like he stole like for sure the show like the show in the movie like that scene where he like cuts himself and shit like as, as the right. hitchhiker like right. that I think that movie is still like one of like the the best of like the originals uh oh, because yeah, it's just like it, it encapsulates like the whole 70s horror you know like that's like up absolutely. there Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm excited to hear it then. Uh when is that one dropping? That project?
1: Um so the vinyls coming out um I'm getting the process now uh-huh. for the vinyls so that's going to um I'm just basically waiting on the um the the production should be done soon for that. Um, I'm just waiting, basically. But okay. the digital, I'm going to try to release that um, probably around May or June.
0: Okay. Yeah, keep me posted on the vinyl. I'll definitely, like, cop a copy. It'll be cool if I can Appreciate get it signed that. by you and him. I don't know. Maybe oh, we, can, yeah. we can get him to well, sign some. That's, <laughs> that, that's what I'm
1: trying to t- tell people so once they get the vinyl, you can go to those hard things and, yeah. and sign it.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, that's really dope. That's, actually, that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm trying to do a special merch with him and what i'm trying to do is get a saw like an actual saw oh, that'd be we're, dope. We're, we're both trying to sign it
0: uh-huh. and then
1: and then and then frame it and then just just sell it to the to the you know yeah high as, like yeah highest bitter so, or something yeah <laughs> yeah we're, we're trying to do that so um i'll definitely keep you posted but it's, the merch is going to be crazy
0: that's pretty cool. You should even like try to go to some of the horror conventions or something. I need to I go. Know, up, I need to go out there to the East Coast because I haven't gone to any of those. I only I usually go to the ones here in LA or or Orange County. It's right. the yeah, I've <laughs> never
1: been, but um, I really want to go. He lives. He, you know, he he stays in Texas, so I want to. Um, okay. I really want to go to Austin sometime and actually yeah. go to Travis. I have to go to Travis County, you know. Oh so, yeah. <laughs> you know so. Uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, down the line, I'll be able to go down there sometime. I've just been so busy with work and music and everything, but I got to make it happen. Um, hopefully, in the next year, you know, to really go down there.
0: Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, let me, me know. Happen. I'm Like, I'm willing to make the drive. I have, I've been wanting to go to oh, Texas, yeah. too, and I haven't gone. I've never been, actually, to Texas, so that'd be dope, yeah, too. Yeah, me neither.
1: Me neither. <laughs> I've been to L.A., but uh, no, nah, I've never been to Texas.
0: Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, keep me posted. Right. Uh,
1: got you. For sure.
0: <laughs> Um and kind of back to a little bit of the music too like for you as a creative like um do you ever have like writer's block and if so like what, what helps you to get back into that creative flow Um I don't
1: get writer's block to be honest with you Um I don't get writer's block cuz um I can't explain it I just feel like I never feel like I can't get anything out that I'm trying to get. Yeah. And if it is, I just uh-huh. walk away. I walk away from it, and then, like, if I let's just say I'm, it's not flowing. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's like I feel it before I even start writing, or before yeah. I start writing. And, and if I don't feel it coming the way I need to, then it just I come back to it.
0: Yeah. Do you but like write really, I... daily or something, or because uh, I know like some people like that helps, like to write on the daily or just even have something nah, like. I don't write nah. daily. No. Nah, no. Nah.
1: Nah. I don't write daily. Um, It depends. I mean, if I'm on a crunch, Mm -hmm. I've written albums in a day, but I don't like, I don't prefer to do that. I like taking my, I like taking my time. Um, It really, I guess it depends on the production. Um, If some, if I hear a producer and the beats are crazy, I might write like four or five. Um, I don't aspire to because it's not like I'm in a competition. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just, I prefer to not write, like, a bunch every day, um, yeah. as stupid as that sounds, because <laughs> I've done that a lot, but yeah, I, I think the best work comes when it's just like, all right, here we go, you know?
0: Yeah, 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 it's interesting to find out, like, how everybody's different, because um, I was reading, um, what's it called, Rick Rubin just released a book, uh, it's called, like, The Creative Act. And he talks about, yeah, it's a, it's a really good book. I recommend it. Um, talks about like the different ways of like us as creatives, you know, how ideas come and kind of reminded me of like what you just said, like sometimes they say it's like an idea that comes out of nowhere. Like some people say it's like a higher, you know, something higher than you. Um, and that you have to like sometimes even write it down because it's like an idea is just, it pops up and then the next thing you know, it's gone. It's like, it's not always there. Uh, right. And so it's interesting. And then also, like, I think Stephen King talks about like how he writes every day and that helps him stay creative. So right. I guess everybody has a different process, which is interesting right. to me. Right.
1: Yeah, it, it's totally different. I mean, sometimes I do write every day. I mean, I wouldn't say like every single day I write because yeah. I've just been make. I mean, the, the amount, I, I've never worked this hard like this year mm-hmm. with like as much music as I've put out since December and how much I'm going to put out and how much I've recorded this year like yeah it's like it's sickening like I'm <laughs> I'm it's crazy <laughs> yeah.
0: uh and what's like your favorite song or album that you've done and why is it your favorite
1: that's a good question um i would say my favorite album that i've done that's a good question i'm going to probably say Travis County 1 okay uh, because I was, you know, I was, like nineteen at the time when I came out, and I was like really young, was like learning everything, and I was did the how ha- the album with my brother Cage who passed away, so he was on like seven or eight songs on the album. Okay. So it was just we wrote that whole album, and um, we didn't record it, but we wrote it in one night.
0: Oh wow! That's and um, uh, yeah,
1: we. We had like an ounce each and we had like 24 beers <laughs> each. I don't think we finished 24 <laughs> beers, but we had 24 beers each. And yeah, we just wrote and we kind of just wrote the whole album that night. And it was it was dope. That's was pretty dope.
0: cool. And uh, are all your like those like that one is that one on Spotify or like streaming platforms or not?
1: No, it was on okay. that Piff.
0: Oh, um, OK, OK. Yeah, because I think I didn't it, see it because I was trying to look for like the, the part two and part one. And I of- have
1: it. I have it. So don't mm-hmm. worry. <laughs> um, so that was released in 2004. Okay. Um, independently. But I was talking to Kesty because, as you know, I don't know if I told you or if you know, but DJ Kesty produces all the Travis County, except the oh, no, no. first one. Okay. Yes. So he's a producer from France. Um okay. he did Travis County 2 and he just did 3. So I don't okay. I don't let anybody else produce. We good uh,
0: now. <laughs> we're good. Um and then sorry we left off we I think you got cut off but you were talking about the producer right that he's the only one that produces on the on the album.
1: Right. Right. So yeah, Kesty is um I, he kind of reached out to me back and um I met him, well, I didn't meet him yet. He's in France. Okay. But um <laughs> we got into contact around the time after i did my first album which was jenny fleck so he's actually on my second album which was swiss watches plastic cups a lot of people don't know that but i've been messing with him since like that was uh i've been messing with him since like 2017 18 like for a while
0: okay how did um and how did that come about like did he hit you up on social media or how did you guys start collaborating yeah
1: he, he reached out to me and um he was like you know he told me he's a supporter and um he wanted me to hear his stuff and i checked it out and it was like it was just so unique because i felt like it was the type of stuff that big l should have rapped on
0: yeah on,
1: <laughs> His first album, like Big Punch should have rapped on this stuff, like very hardcore, like old like like vintage, vintage, um, very unique samples and uh sample selection was crazy. So yeah, we mm-hmm. really I kinda wanted him to just kind of lead the ship with the Travis County series. And um and so actually next year is gonna be the twentieth anniversary from the first album.
0: Oh wow, okay. So
1: definitely I was just hitting him up earlier. Um uh-huh. he didn't hit me back yet. I don't think he's <laughs> I think he's working his son sleeping or something.
0: yeah Yeah,
1: we're gonna have to do a uh a, a definitely a twentieth anniversary um edition after.
0: Yeah, like probably drop it on all streaming or something or do like a remaster or something of the
1: Yeah, yeah. The bonus tracks. <laughs> the, the thing of the first one why I never put it out uh-huh. was because of the quality, you know mm-hmm. like it was very, like, old, and, like, the quality wasn't the best, so... Yeah. I didn't want to put it out on iTunes. I mean, I probably could, but... <laughs> I am I might put a few songs on that, uh, anniversary.
0: Okay. That'd be dope. <sighs> yeah, uh, yeah. And where did, uh... Where did, like, your love for, like, horror come from? Like, how did that come about?
1: Uh, Big Pun. Um, Big Allen, Big Pun are easily my two favorite rappers. Yeah. Um, In that sense. And then, like, you know, me and my brother Cage, I remember he showed me the movie Texas Chainsaw. Like, I didn't, I mean, I was always like a Stephen King fan, like, Uh heavy Stephen King fan. But I never saw Texas Chainsaw when I was like a little, little kid because my parents wouldn't let me watch it. Yeah. So, um, I remember we were probably, we were kids, maybe like 13 or 14 and
0: Mm-hmm. and we saw it
1: and um, we had this kind of like epiphany and um, cause you know like they eat people so we kind of roll with that because for two two reasons yeah. so it's like they eat people we eat MCs you <laughs> okay. know yeah. that's where that really came from but then also it kind of came from like the whole like you know it's nice in the daytime but at night time you gotta be careful you know
0: yeah that's Perfect. kind of
1: where the second part came
0: from. Okay. And um what was like what are your top five like horror movies of all time?
1: Ooh, wow. <laughs>
0: That's
1: a tough one. Um definitely gonna say Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. Um I'm gonna say Texas Chainsaw. I'm gonna say it.
0: Okay. The original go with
1: it original. Okay. I have to go with it. Yeah. Um I'm gonna say Jacob's Ladder, who say psychological.
0: Yeah, it's psychological, but still horror.
1: Right. I'll say Jacob's Ladder. Um, I'm gonna say Freddy, and I'm gonna probably go with Shining. Okay. Gotta go with Shining. Stephen King is my favorite. Yeah. I feel that's like I appreciated
0: that movie more now when I watched Doctor Sleep, because honestly I, I watched The Shining I when I was... That. Right? You haven't, you haven't seen see it? No? Oh, that. you gotta watch it. I, I, I like it I more. It. I like it more, but that's that's just me, because like, The Shining, when I watched it, I was only like maybe like nine. I was like... I was a little yeah. kid, so I didn't understand it. Like, right. I didn't appreciate right. it, but now when I watched Dr. Sleep, it made me want to go back, and I was like, okay, now, like, I I get it. Like, it, it, it is a masterpiece, but at the time, I was like, I didn't really appreciate it for what it was. You too little. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Right. but is it, it's a dope it. movie, but yeah, if you watch uh, Dr. Sleep, you gotta watch it, for sure.
1: I have to, and I think it takes place in New Hampshire, which is, like, close to me, so I gotta, I gotta check that one
0: yeah and it um what was the the good director it's the guy from have you seen like the haunting of hill house like on netflix mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's the same, same dude number. that directed it yeah mike mike flanagan which he's like right. an up and coming one that I, he's like one of my favorites right now
1: he's up and coming uh, yeah, yeah yeah i gotta yeah. check that. i heard i heard good things i just i didn't get to see him yet so but i'm, I'm definitely gonna get on
0: that yeah um and what about like your obviously maybe you're gonna see leatherface but who's your favorite like horror villain or icon
1: Mm. I'm gonna go with. I gotta go with Leland. Gunn. Okay. <laughs> you know who that is?
0: said su- he sounds familiar. Uh, Needful things. Oh, that's right. That I was like, a classic. Yeah, that's a that's a hidden gem. I'm surprised you know it because a lot of people don't know that movie. I love that one I with uh, Ed. Is it Ed Harris, right? Ed Harris. Yeah, yep, yep. And Ed uh, what's her name? Um, the one, the chick. She was like really well known back in the day. I forgot her name.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot her name, but no, that was a hell of a movie. That was a hell of a movie.
0: Yeah, that that, that, that is a good movie. It's another Stephen King one. I feel like I I love a lot of the Stephen King movies too, or like that were based on his books. Yeah, he was the best.
1: Because it was like
0: best. it was the devil, right? Like the devil making yeah. them, like trying to buy these things, and he has
1: the store and like crazy.
0: they were selling their soul type of thing, right? I think, right?
1: I, I see. Yeah, I, I actually um. <laughs> So the album I did with Mind Frame, I uh-huh. sample that.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, That's we dope.
1: Sampled, but not we didn't sample the music, but we sampled the movie. Okay. It was the song I did with Edo. It was called um, Damn. I forgot the name. Forgive me. I got <laughs> mad song. It was the album I did on Sanctuary, but it's the, it's the record okay. I did with Edo.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, That's that was dope.
1: dope. Yeah.
0: Yeah, even like I don't know if you like this one, but I, I, it's kind of like cheesy now as I've grown older. But Sleepwalkers, like the Sleepwalkers, have you ever, ever watched that one? It's like a Stephen King one. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. Yo, that was a dope one. Yeah. I love you know what it was when I was younger. I kind of put that almost in the sci fi a little bit.
0: Yeah,
1: um, I didn't really when I was little, I didn't really get on to all the sci fi, yeah, until yeah. I got older. Like, I love Tommy
0: Knockers and like, oh, yeah.
1: Oh man! All of the like maximum, even maximum Overdrive. Oh yeah! I'm 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 super sappy when it comes to King. Stephen... I like every Stephen King.
0: Yeah, I just rewatched. Was it Storm of the Century? That was another one. That's like another hidden gem. Oh my god!
1: Yeah. You brought that one. That was like the made for TV one, I think. Too. Yeah, it was. It was like I a series, so, like yeah. a mini series yep. or something. That was and a that... good one. I yeah. just was watching uh, Miss too the other day. Okay,
0: yeah, it's a good one too. And then uh, Red. <laughs> remember Red Rose? It was, like, another miniseries, I think. It was, like, about this that, haunted house.
1: You know, I didn't see that one. I've got to okay. see. Now you're making me look bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm yeah, i got to watch that one. I didn't see that one.
0: Yeah, that was a good one. And then, of course, the classic one, my favorite, is Carrie. It's, like, oh, one of his yeah. best.
1: That was, I think, his first book, I believe.
0: Yeah, I think so, yeah. I, I have, like, the old... I wonder if it's worth money, but it's, like, the old, like, uh, paperback. My dad yeah, had it. I,
1: I don't know if if this was the case, but I think I read that the book was like in depictions of like uh, newspaper articles or something like that.
0: I think you're right. Yeah, I didn't I... read
1: the book. That was one of the books I didn't read from him. But
0: yeah, I love
1: the movie. Was amazing.
0: Yeah. Oh, and Pet Cemetery. Like I grew up on that movie. That was I... classic. I think he said that's his scariest story that he thinks it is his scariest story he ever he has ever written. I got, a funny sto- I got a
1: funny story i got a funny story about that yeah so my brother that passed away uh-huh. i named. i gave him that name cage
0: because oh. he, looked, oh, he, looked, of the kid.
1: he looked like him when he was younger but okay. the funny thing is his name was gage not gage. cage yeah but i named him cage because i thought that his name was cage <laughs> so i named him the wrong name Honey.
0: I think we were all the same because I think we were, for the longest time, I thought it was Cage, too. And then I was like, oh, it's Gage. <laughs> like,
1: I named him the wrong name. Because when he was little, he showed me a picture when he was a kid. And yeah. he looked just like, like, identical to that kid.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, so that scene like, okay. is still crazy, like, where the poor kid gets run over by the truck. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, man. That's, that movie's no joke. I, I'm a father now, so, like,
0: certain oh, yeah.
1: movies I watch from him, it, it, it it's like it, do you, like the the reason why he even wrote that was like mm-hmm. he would do anything to bring his son back. Exactly. Even go so far to bury him and have him come back. Even like that's some like yeah that's some like real fatherly shit like <laughs> crazy.
0: I know crazy. that that is like now that I watch it like I even love it even more because he yeah, was like, "What would you do for like a loved one type of thing?" Right? Like how far would you go? Like would how you just let them? Yeah, and it's like, would right. you let them die or would you just, like you said, bring them back even if you know they're not going to be the same?
1: Right. And I kind of noticed a little bit of that in the movie um, or the book, if you read to 1408.
0: No, I haven't read the book. I saw the movie, but. So you remember the
1: movie when he was like, he sees his kids, kind of like that. like yeah, yeah. But it's more, the, the uh, Pet cemetery is a little more like into that. That's crazy, though
0: yeah and that's what i like about stephen king because he he like uh writes stories based on like shit that we cannot relate to you know yeah like really relatable um uh, but yeah that's cool that um that you like you like stephen king i think i grew up with him too like watching all of those movies as a kid um obsessed he's <laughs> one of the reasons
1: why i write like yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely like a, a dope, dope writer because all the stuff that's based is based on his books. He's never really like written an actual movie. I think maybe Sleepwalkers. I think he wrote, or he might have had a part yeah. in it because I don't think there's a book for Sleepwalkers. You're right. I
1: don't think he's. I, you're right. I think he mostly just excuse me writes the story and it
0: and, and it's, it's made down. into a movie. Yeah, yeah. And then right. uh, like Silver Bullet too. That's another classic. Right. I love oh, that movie. So, love yeah. that. Movie. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and what's uh, What about like uh, your favorite like final girl Like that survives the horror movie Like who's your favorite
1: Um Let me see I like Shining The, uh, the wife Yeah when she gets away That was pretty crazy <laughs> But see it's crazy cause in the book Um the black dude Halloran he dies
0: Yeah I mean, no, 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 or no, no, he's, he's, he, he's I'm dead, sorry.
1: right? he's dead in the movie, but in the book, he, he, uh, survives, oh, okay, okay, yeah, he doesn't get killed in the, in the book,
0: okay, and he makes an appearance on Dr. Sleep, too, so you gotta, you gotta uh, watch it, <laughs> I, I gotta watch it, obviously, he's a different actor, but still is, like, the same character, <laughs>
1: right, right, I got to watch that. So it's, yeah. I'm going to get
0: on. There is a a uh, like a scene though that is kind of intense talking about you having kids so just FYI, you might want to google it. I don't want to ruin it for you but uh I got you. <laughs> I got you. Uh,
1: like the the Travis County series was uh-huh. kind of like an homage to Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw but um that's a good question. I mean, I really I really haven't really delved as deep as I should into the art, you know, cuz you got to yeah, yeah. you got to understand like that's kind of like wh- when I started I was like heavily immersed in that uh-huh. and then I kind of stopped like I-, I I started doing like more conce- conceptual type of yeah, um, writing raps with choruses and like different types of stuff you know so yeah, I gotta yeah. um get kind of get get back into that bag a little bit you
0: know yeah yeah that'd be cool just yes, to see like you know like because i like that you changed obviously because you also don't want to be boxed in as a creative i think you don't want to be like oh i'm just a horrorcore rapper because sometimes people get boxed into that yeah. you know genre um uh, so it's kind of cool that you went outside the box but you still do once in a while like kind of like you said, like travis county where it's kind of based off like a homage to the texas chainsaw you know
1: yeah well like my audience was was derived from hardcore so yeah that's always gonna be me, but um, when I did two, I didn't really like it because I remember when I dropped two, mm-hmm. some of those fans, you know, are crazy, like yeah, like crazy. So I dropped two, and the dudes like, "Yo, when are you dropping three? <laughs> and I had to like delete the comment on the post because yeah. I'm like, "What? Are you like, bro, I just dropped two, like yeah." So it kind of made me not want to do it as much because mm-hmm. shit like that. But, um, yeah. but I'm, I'm, I'm overseeing the big picture now and it's like, I'm not going to stop, you know, I'm i just going to do, I'm just yeah. going to do, do different stuff basically. Like, yeah, I don't, I shouldn't stop doing that. Um, because, you know, I was so like, odd. I don't want to be perceived just as this, Yes, but if I am perceived mainly as that, it's not the end of the world. Like I could still do other stuff, you know?
0: Exactly. Yeah. So, and That's you basically. never know too, like, uh, we always talk about like, you don't pick your fans either. Right. So sometimes yeah. like people like you'll put stuff out and then the thing that, the song that you think might blow up might be a different song than what you initially thought, you know? Right. Um, That's- and what other genres like do you listen to or that inspire your music?
1: Um, everything. I listen to, uh, classical. I like Vivaldi. I like, um uh, I like punk. I like, um, r&b i like i like jazz I yeah. like blues folk music um i like i, I got a pretty eclectic taste I, I really like that's
0: cool
1: yeah i like mostly everything um i've been kind of getting into country a little bit like old country okay. like yeah old country, <laughs> like country from like the 40s and 50s and shit okay
0: that's cool
1: so yeah just trying to you know you gotta uh, switch the palette
0: that's true that's true um and what about like i asked you obviously what was your top five horror movies what's your like top five like hip-hop albums or 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 if you don't have albums like top five artists hip-hop artists
1: Ooh, of all time yeah um i'm gonna say that's a good question um i'm gonna say big pun mm-hmm. big al Biggie, Nas, and Ghostface.
0: Okay, dope. I love Big L and Big Pun too. Like, I mean, all of them. All of them are dope. But uh, Big L is like one of my favorites too. I feel like he he's, he was taken too soon.
1: Yeah, man. He's he's the reason why we do this. You know, he started. He really he started hardcore. Um, yeah. Danger Zone. You know, uh, when I was talking to Buckwild, Buckwild followed me. Showed Mad Love. Buckwild's the producer for that. Um, he mo- he made a lot of those beats. But um, Danger Zone is pretty acclaimed as like really the first hardcore commercialized record. You know.
0: Yeah, and they also had that group too, right? Children of the Corn or something like with yeah, like, the Cameron absolutely. and who was the other yeah, one? Yeah. Herb yeah.
1: McGruff. Herb McGruff was on one of my. Um, he was like. I put him on an interlude on one of my mixtapes a while ago. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, man, and that was like can I love old Cam and um, Bloodshed. Yeah, that was the best. Man, it was the best. Yeah, yeah. You know
0: <laughs> yeah, and I was like, my favorite one from Big L was like, was it the Devil Son um, with that Nas sample? That's a classic. You know, he
1: did a whole EP like that. That was a um, yeah, yeah. He released a whole, a whole like it's like six songs, I think
0: yeah yeah i think crazy, i have like the vinyl crazy. somewhere that i found it i was like oh i need to buy this because it's oh like, my god yeah but hold on to that. That's yeah cool. <laughs> That's uh, cool. for real uh but yeah rest in peace to big l man um That's honestly like he i felt like he was a, he was ahead of his time for sure oh yeah yeah
1: nobody really the only person i came close to him was like big pun i think
0: yeah, yeah. i agree big pun you know
1: I don't. I think he was the best of all time,
0: personally. Yeah, he. Yeah, he was really dope. Like, I. I don't think I got into him until like now that I've gotten older. Like, maybe the last couple years is when I was like, oh shit! Like, how did I? How was I not listening to him? Because I was like, yeah, he's a legend. Rest in peace. It's so
1: annoying. Yeah, because everybody's like, oh, you just say that because you're Hispanic. I'm like, nah, no. I would say that if I wasn't, you know. Like, I just, I genuinely think he's the best. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean the fact that he's Latin is just it just shows that you can do it, but it's not because I'm Hispanic. It's I just I really think he's the best
0: ever. Yeah. No, I agree. Um and uh for you, like where do you see yourself um creatively in the next five years? Like where do you want to be or do you have any like goals? Um I'm
1: I'm I'm situating um the brand and the label now which is Atris Entertainment. Um, So, you know, Atris has always been an evolving door. It's always been new members and old members coming and people coming and going, but um, it's pretty good now. We have Nonchalant Lise, who's the newest member. Um, He's like one of the younger artists. And we have 18, who's my brother. He goes by the 18 Bronzman. And Maddox has always kind of been Atrius, so that's basically like the four kind of the the front four mm-hmm. and we have a lot of producers so we got a lot of stuff coming i mean
0: that's dope uh,
1: yeah a lot of albums coming out um i got a, I i mean i'm not really supposed to talk too much but we got something that works so with cooji rap coming and oh well. Wow. it's just a lot of stuff coming there's a lot of stuff a lot of stuff I promise you
0: yeah that's pretty dope um and what kind of like legacy Do you want to leave behind, like either creatively or personally, like, you know, before you you leave this earth?
1: (laughs) Um, I mean, not to sound cocky or anything like that, but Mm -hmm. I've actually already left my legacy. I'm just um, I'm just kind of continuing um, what I've what I've already, you know, what I've already done. Um,
0: Yeah. Because
1: if you look at my track record, like already,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I've exceeded multiple things that I didn't think I would do you know um it's not all about streams or Mm -hmm. oh you got a hundred thousand streams like I don't I don't got a lot of like I don't have those type of streams but the things I've done and the
0: the goals that
1: I've already broken the the things this the standards I already broke um I just want to continue to do that you know yeah and this Travis County 3 is just like Everything I've done before is like nothing compared to this one like That's this one's one. it's the best one I promise it's the best out of my job for sure
0: cool cool I'm excited to hear it um and then do you have any like dream collaborations that you still haven't done that you would like to and and who would that be like either tr- producers or artists
1: i gotta i gotta work with alchemists oh yeah <laughs> gotta work with alchemists um in terms of rappers, like I used to really like want to work with a lot of rappers and sh- stuff like that. Um, I've worked with industry artists like a lot of times, but I'm I'm really like I don't really aspire to work with anyone at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. Not sounding negative, I just yeah. uh, I've done I've, I've you know I've worked with industry artists in the past, and like I just kind of I want to I want to I want to i want to reach something where it's like 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 the cool g rap like i can't really talk too much about it yeah. but i mean he's at, he's everybody's favorite rapper's favorite rapper so yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm just hoping you know that goes through the way i want it to and that that'll be something right there you know That's, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, that'd be dope next
1: yeah absolutely
0: And what's like your, obviously you said like your, your legacy, you feel like it's already cemented and everything. Like for you, what's like the, your proudest accomplishment to date?
1: Mm, Um, my son, my son, man, (laughs) hearing him rap and hearing him kind of like already know how to rhyme and put words together. Like that's like insane to me.
0: Like. Yeah. At
1: three years old, like he was on the radio when he was one. Oh my god. Yeah, Yeah, he was on the radio. Like legend was playing him, you know. Um DJ, yeah, Jeff two times, man. I was crazy. I'll never forget that. That was like I was like, wow, like (laughs) (laughs) but no, I mean everything is from the vinyls, like Mm -hmm. I told my vinyl, like that was crazy. You know, working with Keith Murray, people I look up to, Project Pat um being in my life story of books publishing magazines all of that like everything yeah. everything i've done um because the thing about it is it's not about money because like i'm not like super successful off of the things that i've done mm-hmm. so that's what's actually inspiring me to continue my legacy yeah yeah because yeah, i'm not okay. like, making millions of dollars off of it so it's really kind of inspiring me to like keep going. You know?
0: Yeah. And even like you said, like the milestones, like the things that you've done for itself, not like the monetary part of it, but like the fact right. that you've accomplished all these things in such like a short period of time type of thing, even though it's been a long, you have like a long trajectory, right? Like you started when you were what you said, 14, um, uh, a little bit I younger.
1: Started re- I started recording when I was 16,
0: 16. Okay. Even then yeah. still, it's like so young. And then how, how old are you now? If you don't mind me asking.
1: I'm 37.
0: Okay, yeah, so it's, like, it's a long time, so. Yeah, yeah. But it's dope that you, like, didn't give up, because a lot of people, like, that's the thing, like, it's, like, the success is, like, right there, or success, is like I said, success is every little goal that you've done, right? Like, for me, that's how I I determine it. Like, I don't determine, like, uh, because a lot of people focus on, like, that one moment that's going to make you blow up, but there's no such thing as that. It's just, like, the the journey of doing all these things.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and the thing about it is, like, I hear so many rappers like quit and complain. You never hear from them again. The reason is, is they don't put in the footwork. Yeah. Um, I saw this on, I think it was on TikTok or something earlier. And they said that you can't manifest something if you don't put in work. That's true. So it's like you could manifest, write stuff down. You could do Mm -hmm. anything, but if you're not actually putting in the work, you see that's the thing, like I, I hear so many rappers like complaining (laughs) <laughs> oh, people don't support me. Um, I don't get this. I don't want to. Nobody shows love. You have to find
0: it. <laughs> like that's true. You, I, you
1: know, how many times like I used to, I used to like get mad because I'm like, oh, you know, people in Boston don't support me, and people in Boston really don't really support me. But mm-hmm. that's why I had to go out and get it in other states and in other countries yep. because I found that. There's how many billions of people in this world? Like I'm not worried yep. about the 1.5 million people in Boston or whatever. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, yeah. it's just too many. You, you, you it's just like you can't stop from one thing of success. Because every time I get my ego used to get to me, and I used to mm-hmm. think I was bigger than what I was. Yeah. But every time when I when my ego gets checked, you have to ask yourself. I told my brother this earlier, Like, where's the money? like I'm not getting I'm not super paid right now so I can't be like acting like I'm you know Yeah, yeah. still grinding still working still doing what I got to do
0: Yeah no it's true it's true what you said about though about manifesting cuz I think a lot of people think oh, like manifesting is just like saying it and hoping it happens but like you said no. it's putting in that work you have to put in the work it, ha- it comes That's together it's not just by itself
1: Right now you can you can manifest something while you're putting in the work mm-hmm. and see things because I actually do that myself. Same here, and I've noticed certain things. And here's a cheat sheet I'm gonna tell you too. Yeah, it's also your chi and it's your energy. That's true. It's what it's what you put out into this world. It's what mm-hmm. you. It's what energy you put out in. My chi has always been kind of on point. I mean, I've had some bad things happen in my life, but i've had a lot of great things happen too so yeah uh, i'm just a good person by nature i love i love helping people i love like i love people you know i'm not it's kind of funny because i'm not really a people person but (laughs) i do love human race like you know what i mean i just yeah i don't like being around a million people if that makes
0: sense no yeah I'm, i'm the same way too like I Keep yeah. to myself, but I like I do care, like I love helping others too, right? Uh, and you know, spreading like pos- positivity because it's too many crazy shit going on in the world <laughs> to just be like another negative person, you know,
1: right? Because it, it consumes you. I mean, yes, one person I'll I be on the phone, with my mom. I love my mother, but she's like <laughs> the, not the most positive, you know? like negative
0: Nancy or something, <laughs> yeah. but I
1: love her, like that's my yeah, mom. I, yeah. I tell her something good, and it's like all of a sudden. Like, whoa! All right, I gotta go.
0: <laughs> oh man! Well, shout out to your mom and shout out to your to your kid too. Um, and and thank you so much, you know, for being on today. Like, I really oh, appreciate absolutely. you, like, sharing sharing about your music and about yourself. Um, and before thank we get out of having... here, is there anything else? Um, that oh, we didn't talk about?
1: No, nah, I think we covered mostly everything. Um, yeah, no. Um, I got a couple projects coming, but yeah.
0: Okay. Cool, man. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you for all. Like, keep doing, I you know, keep, keep doing your music thing. I'm excited to hear, you know, Travis County uh, three. um, Yeah. And then, uh, yes. Yeah, send me the you. link too. I
1: got you. Thank you. And I see you doing your thing too. So thank you. Follow, you know what I mean? I see you.
0: <laughs> yeah no I appreciate it yeah but uh for those tuning in today um you know follow Bugsy underscore H I'll I'll have the link in the description and I also ask you to send me the link to because hopefully by then you'll have the the digital and maybe I can just share the link to to your album um but yeah like tune in listen um to his story uh thank you guys for tuning in subscribe to my youtube channel if you haven't already um and yeah thank you guys for tuning in
1: I appreciate that thank you have a good one thank you
0: all right you too peace
1: All right, take it easy,
0: peace.